0: Hey, 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 this is Ty, the Family Made Mom, coming to you on this Friday, talking about woman be made Ho! I wanted to bring some seriousness and then a little bit of uh, funniness to it, a little comedy to uh, this title. Um, When we talk about the Proverbs 31 woman, We talk about a woman who was laced in elegance, right? I mean, this woman did everything, oh my gosh. She was the epitome of just the bomb.com woman, right? I mean, there wasn't anything that she wasn't doing. Oh my gosh. And I think that if I could just be super duper transparent, when I started reading about this Proverbs 31 woman, I really tried my very, very best to be just, and I mean just, like her. I tried to do everything that she did. And can I be honest, it wore me out. I really thought that I had to be this woman. And if I could be honest, it's because when my husband uh, first started talking to me, um, before we even became husband and wife, he said, I'm looking for a Proverbs 31 woman. And I was like, oh, she's a legend. Ha! I just was like, oh my gosh, this woman is a legend. She's amazing. And I wanted to be that Proverbs 31 woman. So I felt like, hey, who you're looking for, that's me. I am her and uh when we got married I I did I wanted to be the woman that first of all get up early anyway so that wasn't even an issue but getting up early and cooking yeah no so I really wasn't feeling that because I didn't really like breakfast all like that but I was like oh so you're married now you gotta do it and then I remember another um another uh, pastor had told me she said, honey, after my husband get done preaching, it might be one or two o'clock in the morning. I'll be frying chicken wings and cooking and cleaning and all that. And she said, you ready for all that? So I had another expectation there. Not only do I have to get up early, but now I have to stay up late and meet your every need. You know, um, (laughs) you know, and I want to just crush some things today because I think we have taken some of these things too far I think in our you know in our ignorance and in our desire in both our ignorance in our lack of knowledge and as well as our desire to be an amazing woman we forget that you don't have to be everything all the time becoming a wife a real wife And being the wife that your spouse needs is a process. Yes, when you get married, it's an amazing thing, right? And even in becoming a woman, for those of us who are not, those of you all who are not married, it's a process. We're becoming something that we've never been before. So for someone to say, you've got to be this, well, that's what meets the need in your home. For me to be the woman God created me to be, I have to learn to be myself. Sometimes we are so in love with being in love that we forget I've still got to be me. If the person that you're with, if the woman that you are, is not yourself, or if the person that you're with is not willing to accept the person that you are, mm, that's deep. Especially for those of you who are dating, there's still a way out. You can't be with me and not accept me being myself. No ma'am, no ham, no spam. I've got to be able to be who I am. And when we talk about myth busting, when we talk about, you know, coming against those cliches that literally took us out of our uh, element, they took us out of who we are. They did us a disservice. They did not serve the purpose within us at all. And not only that, they moved us away from or these things, these notions, these cliches, these opinions moved us away from who we are supposed to be. Ladies, moms, I tell you, it is so important to make sure that you surround yourself with people who are not trying to get you to be a carbon copy of themselves, but they are literally there to assist you in helping you to be the best you you can be. You know, you got to remember... And my pastor always says, people are either adding to you, they're subtracting from you, they're multiplying, or they are trying to divide you. You have to be able to have the discernment to know the difference. And discernment is just a, um, it's a beyond the surface look. It's me being able to see beyond beyond the surface, what it looks like is not always what it is. I should be able to feel when somebody is not for me. I should be able to look in someone's eyes and know when they're telling me them fibbers. They're not there for my good. I gotta be able to know that. I have to be able to know that. So, when we are talking about uh, things that, uh, (laughs) you know, these cliches. You know, I was talking to my husband. I said, you know, what's some what's some things that you heard about, you know, Christian wives? He was like, oh, man. And some of them were just, you know, not family-made mom appropriate. Uh, But some of them were just kind of like basically pointing to the fact that Christian wives were actually boring. You know, they didn't know how to have fun, you know, and after you get married, there's not a lot of fun, uh, whether it's uh, fun just in being a couple or fun just being in the bedroom no excitement you know or if it was just they just lose it you know they're they're so super spiritual and um i thought that was pretty interesting because i'm like totally the opposite so i'm like well you couldn't have had that expectation with me that i was going to be you know boring because i'm so super random and he's not boring either there were some other things that he were saying and I just was like, "Oh, okay." Okay. So, we've all heard these fun and then not so fun clichés of who we are. I've heard people say that you know, Christian moms and Christian uh wives are these uh, secretive people, you know. They're secret uh they're closet cussers and they're closet um uh closet clubbers and they are disrespectful they're not respectful to their um, children they're not respectful to their spouses they're just not really respectful people behind closed doors and uh, a lot of these statements were just kind of general so general that I was like that could be anyone that's not really you know Oh, I heard also that they were people are judgmental. So us moms, Christian moms can be judgmental. And I've even heard my kids say that. But I just wanted to um, make a statement today that I remember asking my children, I said, well, tell me what judgmental means to you. They were like, oh, you are so, you know, you just have something to say about everything. I said, okay, well, give me an example. They couldn't give me really any examples. And then I said, well, Tell me a moment when you thought I was being judgmental. Well, when you say that this is wrong, I said, "Mm pause. I'm allowed to tell you when something was wrong. Period. That's my job. How I tell you it, that may be a little bit if and spiffed. But I'm allowed to tell you when something was wrong. Actually, you should prefer that I tell you when something is wrong. As well as you should prefer, you would expect me to tell you when something is right. When you're doing a great job. A parent's supposed to be balanced. And then I went on to read, you know, uh, the definition of judgmental and what it meant. And, you know, I said, you know, it's not that we're judgmental. It's really that because we're Christians, you know, and I, I just like to look at myself as a believer because I am a believer, because I stand on the word of God. Everybody does not like that. Everybody will not agree. However, that does not mean that I will change anything about who I am because I'm not doing doing it in a way to harm you or hurt you. I'm simply just being myself. And that goes back to what we're saying about this Proverbs 31 woman. This Proverbs 31 woman is a woman that looks well to her house. She's known in her gates. Her husband is known in the gates because of this life that she leads. You know, she makes sure that they have what they need. And I wanna I wanna bring this to light. The Proverbs 31 woman did not operate alone. This Proverbs 31 woman was a queen. She had assistants, she had handmaidens, she had servants to help. She was not operating alone. Why did you even make mention of that? Because sometimes we feel like we have to do everything and uh no. In doing so, we see a lot of moms who are burnt out. We see a lot of moms who are overloaded, depressed, overwhelmed. I have been her. Because I have tried to do everything in my own strength. And I remember my uh husband at one time he was like, "Yeah, you know, sometimes I look at you like superwoman. You're just able to do so much and I I said, well, I just want to bring that to a close. And he wasn't saying it in a rude or disrespectful way. He was just saying it, you know, to him, it was a compliment. But to me, it meant that the reason why you don't do so much is because you not only think that I am comfortable in handling it, there, be, there has become an expectation there. You know, in some way, shapes or form, you expect me to handle everything And he just was like, wow, you know, he didn't even he never even thought to look at it in that light. He really did not. And it wasn't until I brought that to light, like, hey, I'm not superwoman. Yes, because we are believers and yes, because we love God, we are able to flow in the supernatural, but only through the Christ strength. But then, brother, you got that same strength. Shaman. You know, if you're dealing with baby daddy, baby daddy, get it together. Sham on, pick it up where you left it off. And I will say this again just because we're talking about women being made whole, walking in wholeness, getting rid of opinions and shaking off old dead mindsets and being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because this is what we're talking about, I do want to interject this statement and it is on another podcast where I'm talking about how uh, Janet Stevens she made a um, she made mention that your children's father may not have been the best husband. He may not have been the best man, but allow him the opportunity to be a father. Because he may just shock you and be the best father. He may. And then remembering that we as mothers, we don't get everything right all the time. But here's when we talk about whole. We talk about complete. When we look at a pizza. And. We take a slice out of that pizza. Some of us have had slices taken out of our life. Somebody has cut us up and divided us into these little bitty pieces. And in our own strength, we have tried to put ourselves back together again. It simply doesn't work on our own, in our own strength. And a lot of times we don't take the time to look at exactly how it was that we became these misshaped pieces. How it is that pieces of us were cut up. What was it? Sometimes it's these old mindsets that I have to be everything. Woman, we are complex. Mothers, we are amazing. I truly believe that. I believe that what God put inside mothers is an amazing mixture. Oh my gosh. I look at my own mother and I'm like, oh my gosh, you are so amazing. How her smile was so calming. I wanted to smile just like hers because her smile lights up the room. And when I hear people tell me that my smile lights up the room, I really only think of Deborah. I think of my mom. I think of how her smile lights up the room. How when I think of my mom, all I think of is her beautiful smile and her big cheeks, her little apple head. And I just, you know, it just brightens me up. A mother has a way of bringing peace when there is nothing left. And then moms have a way of being left out, unappreciated, not really celebrated a lot, left feeling like they're only tolerated. I feel like no one can hear them sometimes. I feel like after I've done my loyal best, then what? I was watching uh, this, um, it's a law enforcement uh, drama series, Uh, I believe it's on CBS, it might not be, and it's called Flashpoint, and the episode was entitled, Who is George?, and they hated this woman, they hated their boss, they called her the Ice Queen, and some other choice words but basically everything was relating to her being cold and calloused and uh, she finally told her story because the guy was holding her at gunpoint and at the end she says you know what they were going to shut our branch down so I came in before everybody and I left after everybody I tried my hardest I did everything that I could do so that 62 people didn't lose their job. She said, and in the end, it was not enough. Seven people still had to go. And I tried, and I did everything that I could. And my best was not good enough for them. And it made me think of us as mothers, obviously because I knew that I was doing woman behold today. Sometimes you feel like your best is not good enough, but I love how the Bible says one plants, one waters, and then God gives the increase. Sometimes we step in the line of the path, and we try to be God. We try to do everything. And in the end, we feel like our best is just not good enough. Maybe you were sent to do one thing and you tried to do ten. And in you trying to do those ten things, you feel like you failed. But the one thing that you were supposed to do, you did it and you did it well. You still succeeded. You still completed the mission. The task is marked complete. Well done. It is when we move out of our purpose. It is move it is when we move out of doing what we were originally told to do. Being a mom is not being superwoman. Being a mom is the nurturer. Being a mother is the one that comes in and she is the one that gives the love. She sets the tone for the home. A mother yes is a servant. She's one who is hospitable. She helps, she teaches, she guides. And her guidance is normally soft, it's normally gentle. There's a hint of sternness in there because she remembers that in life you still have to know how to survive. But her ruling as a queen in the home is usually not as tight iron or tight-fisted as dad as the king it's a little different mama with her boys you know while people think she's a you know super gentle person i'm super gentle but i'm i'm also straight i also make sure that when i'm teaching my boys stuff i remind them that in the world because you are a man you don't have as many options as i do you simply do not I remind them of their history, where they've come as men, where they've come from as men. I remind them. Tell them stories. I help them to be engaged in life. I help them to see life from different perspectives. husband has a very different way as the priest, prophet, and king of teaching them as men and I respect it. But for me my job isn't to be as strict. It's to teach and then I allow him to be the enforcer. Now that doesn't mean he's beating my kids because I we just don't roll like that. But that does mean that he enforces the rules. If you do not listen to mom, you will deal with dad. Period. Now in some homes, you're like, oh no, I'm the one that chastises. Great. I'm telling you about mine. Remember, we're talking about women being made whole. I cannot be you. Likewise, you cannot be me you can definitely and should definitely be yourself. Got that from Aladdin. Always be yourself. You will find so much comfort, so much peace in being who you are. And in the word, it talks about the woman. It talks about how her price is far above rubies. A desired jewel. A jewel that was hard to find. A jewel whose worth, oh, (laughs) your worth is your value. Can't count up your value. Especially, Jesus paid the price for us. That makes me invaluable. You can't put a price on me. Worth. Oh, Woo. the half has not been told, woman. When I think of you, and I think of how your chaste tongue, your bridal tongue, your words that are like apples of gold in settings of silver, your words that are kind and gentle they can change a very situation the sweetness of your tone is something about a woman now there's two sides to every story if life has made you into a bitter person it's because we've allowed it Situations and circumstances came, and instead of saying, You will not break me, we allowed those situations to become a pressing stone. That stone pressed and pressed us until it made us hard, brittle, sharp, and pointy. At any given moment, we will strike. Because life has made us hard. And the only way we know how to deal with it is the harsh way. If that is you, I encourage you to allow God to reshape you. I encourage you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The mere fact that that situation did not take you out means that you are more than a conqueror. The warrior in you already shines forth, lioness. Lisa Bevere has a book called Lioness Arising, and I tell you that it helped to soften me when I realized that I was already... This lioness that I was striving to be. And I thought the lioness was just always roaring. But when I read her book, even the first chapter caused me to go back and look at the nature of the lioness, who she is, and how she doesn't really spend a lot of time roaring. Ha! Ah, she don't spend a lot of time yelling. Stating her case and making her presence known. The lioness spends a lot of time being quiet. She spends a lot of time discerning her atmosphere. She just spends a lot of time finding out who is around her. Watching the camp. She's like the watchman on the wall. She's the intercessor. She's the prayer warrior who knows how to sniff out and see who is around her. Oh, she knows how to case the joint. And her ears are tuned in to hear far away. Oh, this lioness is major. When food is needed, guess what? She's the hunter. She goes out and gets what she needs. And if it's too much to handle, she's going to go get her girls. Oh yeah, guess what she's going to do. And guess what those lionesses are going to do? They're going to get together, they're going to strategize, and they're going to handle business. But guess what? They're handling it in a way that's going to help the whole pact. Some of us have gotten together and we become so clickish, but we not the right click. We have not clicked the right way. We become the gossip girls, or we become the mean girls, or we come to become the, the all-about me girls, or we become these so so independent women that we don't need nobody else and we can do it. And while the mindset itself, the fact that yes, you can do it, no, you might not need assistance. But sometimes we take things too far. Sometimes we push people out of our circle who actually would benefit from our presence, from being around us. Sometimes we're looking at things all wrong. And God wants us to adjust it so that we can be made whole. God wants to put some pieces back together again. Sometimes in doing so, guess what he'll do? He'll separate us from the pack. He'll get us by ourselves so that he can talk to us about some things. He will get us to himself so that he can remind us who and whose we are. Mom, if you have become boring, why? What made you feel like you couldn't have a life? What made you feel like you were stripped of your fun funds? Were you ever fun? Have you always been in a shell? Kept all to yourself? Why? Are you saying something's wrong with being an introvert? No. I'm asking you what made you feel like you had to have no fun. I know a lot of moms who have wrapped themselves up in just being a mom. Just being a wife. But they forgot about how to be a woman. And who a woman really is. She forgot how to use her gifts, how to use her skills and her abilities. Because the abilities that she uses is all for everyone else and not really for her at all. She's been so much of everybody else's servant that she forgot how to actually serve herself. She didn't even think she was allowed to serve herself. Woman, if that is you, I encourage you to be whole today. I'm telling you that that's not a right mindset. That that's not real living. And that's not the kind of life that God intended for us to have. My dad is fun. My Heavenly Father is super fun. I love having fun with him. He is so Cool. And he teaches me how to do things in a way that is so awesome. He teaches me how to have fun as a woman. He teaches me how to be alone and not feel lonely. That's God. That's the type of God that we serve. What are you saying? I'm saying that some things you're not going to be able to get or pull from being a mother. Some things you're not going to get or pull from being a wife. Some things you will get from literally spending time alone and spending time alone with God. He's the one that created you. He made you. He is going to show you how to be this woman that you need to be. Oh my gosh. And you're going to love her. This woman that God is going to pull you into, is going to be so amazing. Woman, you can be whole. You can be whole. You can get away from all of these mindsets, everything that people told you you had to be. And find out who God created you to be. Because when somebody speaks something to me and I know it's from God, let me tell you how I know it's from God. It's usually something God has already spoken to me. It's usually something God has already put into my spirit. These outlandish things that people are telling you about that doesn't even match your character. huh? -uh. Now, there are times when someone will speak something to you and really all they're doing is unlocking something on the inside of you. They're seeing past all these walls that you've built up and there's a calling to the woman that you are. But usually they're going to do that through the Lord. It's really going to be the Lord speaking to them to get directly to the heart of you. And really, it's almost like the Lord knocking at your door. He said, behold, I stand at the door. I'm knocking. Let me in, let me in. And you're over there like the like the three little pigs. Not by the hair of my chin and chin chin. Because out of fear, we've closed ourselves up. And we're saying, I can't let another person in. Do you know what so-and-so did to me? Do you know what so-and-so said to me? You know how it broke me so much. Do you know what happened to me? Woman, you can be whole. You can be whole. And guess what? You can be the Proverbs 31 woman without. Listen to me. Without doing everything all at once. Remember, it's a process. It's not happening all at once. It's not. It's not happening all at once. It literally is. Is a process. Here I'm going to read you something. I'm just going to read you a little bit of something. Just because it's super important. Super duper duper important. And I want to read it to you. And I want you to have your mind open up. Open, 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 open. Open mindset, open heart. This is the Proverbs 31 woman. I'm going to start at verse 10. This is in the King James Version. It says, who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works willingly with her hands. She's like the merchant ships. She brings for her food from afar. She rises also while it is yet night and gives meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She girds her loin with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good. Her candle doesn't go out by night. She lays her hands to the spindle and her hands hold the distaff. She stretches out her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She makes herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes fine linen and sells it and delivers girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing and she shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looks well to the ways of her household and eats not the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also and he praises her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman that fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Now, I want to read this in the Amplified Bible. I I just want you to go with me just for a little bit. It says a capable, intelligent and virtuous woman. Who is he who can find her? She is far more precious than jewels and her value is far above rubies or pearls. The heart of her husband trusts in her confidently and relies on and believes in her securely so that he has no lack of honest gain or need of dishonest spoil. She comforts, encourages, and does him only good as long as there is life within her. She seeks out wool and flax and works with her works with willing hands to develop it. She is like the merchant ships loaded with foodstuffs. She brings her household's food from a far country. She rises while it is yet night and gets spiritual food for her household and assigns her maids their task. She considers a new field before she buys or accepts it, expanding prudently and not courting neglect of her present duties by assuming other duties. Hmm. With her savings of time and strength, she plants fruitful vines in her vineyard. She she girds herself with strength, spiritual, mental, and physical fitness for her God-given task, and makes her arms strong and firm. She tastes and sees that her gain from work with and for God is good. Her lamp goes not out, but it burns on continually through the night of trouble, privation, or sorrow, warning away fear, doubt, and distrust. She lays her hand to the spindle and her hands hold the distaff. She opens her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out to her filled hands to the needy, whether in body, mind, or spirit. She fears not the snow for her family for all her household are doubly clothed in scarlet. She makes for herself coverlets, cushions, and rugs of tapestry. Her clothing is of of linen, pure and fine, and of purple, such as that of which the clothing of the priests and the hollowed cloths of the temple were made. Her husband is known in the city's gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes fine linens, garments, and leads others to buy them. She delivers to the merchants girdles for sashes that free one up for service. Hmm. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and her position is strong and secure. She rejoices over the future, the latter day or time to come, knowing that she and her family are in readiness for it. Be ye also ready. She opens her mouth in skillful and godly wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness, giving counsel and instruction. She looks well to how things go in her household, and the bread of idleness, gossip, discontent, and self-pity she will not eat. Her children rise up and call her blessed, happy, fortunate, and to be envied and her husband boasts of the uh, boasts of and praises her saying many daughters have done virtuously nobly and well with the strength of character that is steadfast in goodness but you excel them all charm and grace are deceptive and beauty is vain because it is not lasting but a woman who reverently and worshipfully fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates of the city. Listen, we just went over a lot of this. But listen, woman, are you capable and intelligent? Are you trustworthy? Are you one who has a pure conscience and pure motives? Are you comforting and encouraging? And do you seek to do good for people? Do you work willingly with your hands? Are you free from being lazy? Do you get the best for your home with what you have? Are you one who knows how to pray for your home, knows how to hear from the voice of God when it's time to cover your home? You're not one who leaves your house unguarded, woman. Are you wise about the things that you do? Or do you make sure that you do not neglect your home, but that you're doing what you need to do when you need to do it? Are your priorities in order? Do you do what's needed with your time and strength? Are you good with time management? Do you make sure that you take care of yourself spiritually, mentally, and physically? Are you keeping yourself strong? Can you look at the work that you're doing and say that this work is good? This work was with and for God. Do you keep your spiritual light on? Are you one who serves more than just yourself? Are you one who doesn't mind feeding the poor and going and doing mission work, even if it's just small, even if it's just around your neighborhood? Even if it's going outside of your own comfort zone? Are you one who prepares your family for the seasons, the times that are coming? Making sure that they have what's needed for the seasons. Listen, woman. Verse 25 was pretty awesome. It says strength and dignity are her clothing. Her position is strong and secure. A lot of times we deal with so many insecurities, but I want to let you know that you can walk in a place where your position is strong and secure. You can be one who opens your mouth skillfully with godly wisdom and have a tongue that's full of loving, kind and gentle words. And guess what? This woman, she looks well to how things go in her household. She's not idle. She's not gossiping, loathing. And because of that, not only do her children rise up and call her blessed. Not only do your children rise up and call you blessed. Not only will they rise up and call you blessed. But so will your spouse. And honestly, when you do things well, the Bible says when a man's ways please God, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. For you, those of you who may not have a good relationship with your children's father. When you are a good mother, even a father knows how to praise a good mother. Even a father knows how to praise a good mother. True story, I see it all the time. The man is not with his uh, baby's mother, but he still knows how to. He gets her cards for Mother's Day. He gets her gifts from the kids, and then he makes sure that he lets people know that I, my kids, have a good mother. No, we not together. Yes, I'm married to someone else, or yes, I'm in another relationship, or just know that you know we couldn't be together. But she is a good mother. Sometimes we harp on such negative things. We spend idle time being discontent and being full of self-pity. So much so that we don't take the time to get up, adjust our crown, fix your crown, queen. This is not the end. It's not the end of you. Woman, be whole. I encourage you to look at that Amplified Bible and really read that Proverbs 31 woman again. Because while you may not be doing it just how she's doing it, guess what? You're doing it. And some of you don't even have help and you're doing it. Many have done well, but you are excelling them all, boo. You're doing a great job. And you're doing it. Guess what? Without help. Wow. That's amazing. You're doing what you can with what you've got. You bad all in your own right. And I want to encourage you. You not by yourself. You know who your strength comes from? It comes from the Lord. Don't forget to look up and say thank you. Cause you are helping me make it through. If you're one and you're saying, "Listen, um, I don't even know how I can get through day by day. Day by day, take the time to encourage yourself." Yeah, that that's easier said than done. You're right. You're right. Sometimes it is easier s- than said said than done. But remember, I'm saying sometimes this is not an all the time thing. Every day is not as hard as we make it. The joy of the Lord is my strength. When I'm doing what God is telling me to do and he's joying over me, honey, that gives me strength to go on. When he says, I'm proud of you. I remember there was a season where I thought I was literally failing as a mom. When the pandemic first started hitting and they were doing these little baggy bags and I was getting so lost in the sauce and I used to be an educator. I was getting so lost. I felt horrible. And every morning I would hear him say, you're a great mom. Oh, you're a good wife. And I I asked him, I said, why do you keep saying that? He said, because it's true. And if you won't say it to yourself, I'll remind you. And I thought that was so amazing of my father. Because when I couldn't do it for myself, here comes God. He helped me where I needed my help. My help comes from the Lord. And I would look to him so much. I look to him so much. Because he is my strength. He's my shield and my buckler. He holds me up. He goes before me. Woman, be whole. Be whole. Be made whole. Allow God the process, allow the process to work in you. Don't rush the process, because sometimes in rushing the process, we miss steps. And then we have to retract and go back. So that we can get what we need to be whole like God wants us to be woman, be whole. I encourage you today, be whole, be whole. Whole, be made whole today. Get in your mind. I will allow God to make me whole. I will allow him to do the work in me that he needs to do so that I can be whole like he wants me to be. This is tied to family made mom. I tried to bring some funnies in there, but I really just felt the seriousness of the Lord because God wants his women whole scratch all the titles woman be whole as I just keep hearing the Lord say that be made whole let me in says God so that I can make you whole he wants to heal us and we got to let him in to those hurt broken spaces so that he can do the work So, Father, I thank you for these amazing women, Father, and even for the men that will listen to this podcast. And, Father, I thank you, Lord God, for these women, Lord Jesus, God, who they keep going even when they feel like their strength has left them. Father, I thank you for the men who will listen and go back and encourage the women in their lives. I thank you that they will remove the unfair expectations that they put on the women, the mothers and the wives in their life. Father, I thank you that women, Lord Jesus, God will remove the unfair expectations that they have put on themselves so that they can be free. Father, you said he whom the son has set free is made free indeed. Father, let us let you in to those deep, dark places, so that you can make us whole again. And Father, we thank you. We declare today that it is done and that we are allowing the process to work itself in us. Confident in this very thing, that he that has begun a good work in us shall complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. We thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Ladies, this is Ty, the Family Made Mom. Remember, like, share, subscribe. Sharing is caring. Share this with someone who you know needs to be made whole. All right, this is Ty, the Family Made Mom. Be blessed.